We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Uh, guys, there is a lot to catch up on. Uh, it's been a, a busy two weeks, uh, at least you know, not just you know for rumors and stuff, but uh, for me personally. But uh, we're back. Going to give a quick update and you know kind of give everybody a feel for you know where the Mavs are currently at as far as rumors and speculation goes because uh, we're getting close. You know, it, we're exactly two weeks away uh, from the NBA draft, which is on uh, June 22nd. And then a week after that, a little over a week after that, on June 30th uh, in the evening time is when NBA free agency will open up. So uh, we're going to get into all that. Uh, before I get started, if you're watching on YouTube, you see my uh, – uh, my nice Southern Miss hat, my alma mater, uh, showing them them some big support because the baseball team is in the Super Regionals uh, this weekend. I fully plan on uh, going to every one of those games and getting super crispy out in the sun <laughs> for, <laughs> for like four hours each game. So that'll be fun. So we'll see if they, they, they made the Super Regionals last year and ultimately lost uh, so I'm hoping for a different outcome this time around. They're playing Tennessee. Should be a good one. Uh, you know, I'm I'm more of a basketball guy, obviously, uh, than baseball. But I do enjoy me some college baseball. And I hope uh, Southern Miss goes out there and becomes the third Mississippi team to win the College World Series in the last three years. That would be pretty cool. So uh, go Eagles. We'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, so the biggest – rumor all right well it's really a report because it came from shams and then there's been some stuff that happened after uh shams reported but shams came out and said uh that Kyrie Irving is recruiting LeBron James or has reached out to LeBron James to gauge his interest in potentially joining the Mavs 
you know, some people were shocked by this. I'm not shocked by this. Y'all know me. I have been, you know, talking about this for, you know, a couple of months now. And even before uh, the Mavs traded for Kyrie Irving, there were rumors about LeBron potentially wanting to play with the Mavs, with Luka, uh, you know, before they even got Kyrie Irving. And now they have Kyrie Irving, who is more than likely going to resign with them, all indications. You know, obviously nothing is is uh, written in stone. Nothing is finalized until the ink is dry. But all indications are that Kyrie Irving is coming back to the Dallas Mavericks. And it's likely going to be on a, you know, max contract. Probably won't be for like the full five years. But I think he's coming back. And he know, he probably knows this. The Mavs probably know this. And while all of this speculation was going on with Irving being at Lakers playoff games and being in Los Angeles so much lately, everybody's like, oh, well, he's trying to make his way to the Lakers. And it's like <laughs> – <laughs> he's really out there recruiting for the Mavs. So uh, it's it's just – it's funny to see that narrative flipped uh, on the uh, on the Lakers fans and Lakers media and everything. And it was so funny, too, because when Shams reported that, uh, everybody in Lakers media was pushing back on, oh, this is just a, a leverage play from Kyrie to get a, a bigger contract from the Mavs. This is a way for Kyrie to – uh, re-spark the Lakers' interest in him because they're not really interested right now and all, all this other stuff. And I'm just thinking, come on, man. <laughs> Y'all, you are just mad because the narrative has flipped now. Uh, and, you know, it, it seems as if Kyrie's staying and he's trying to recruit uh, talent to Dallas. But like I said, uh, Brian Windhorse from ESPN, uh, it was around February, January or February of last year he was talking about LeBron James's future, and he said, and I quote, keep it in your back pocket, is were his exact words, uh, about the Mavs being a potential destination for LeBron uh, to end his career because he loves Luka. Uh, he would love to play with Luka. He's called Luka his favorite player in the league right now on multiple occasions. So that was already there. And then they go out and get Kyrie Irving. So... Uh, that's another reason for LeBron to consider the Mavs. And I, look, I know LeBron's 38 years old. Uh, he's had some injury issues as of late, only played 55. He's only good for, you know, 50, 55 games in the regular season, it seems like these days. But, oh, he's still so good. He's still so good. And I don't, know, I don't care what your opinion is of LeBron, you know, uh, with him and his off-court stuff or – you know, how how he conducts himself by joining super teams in the past and, uh, you know, trying to control team building and stuff like that. I get it. I know LeBron comes with baggage, and I know people don't like him because of that baggage. But he's LeBron James. He is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He has four championships. He made it to the finals for – he has a decade's worth of finals appearances eight consecutive finals appearances at one point he's good and he is still good uh so for a team that failed to make the play-in tournament i don't care what you think about lebron james i don't think 
Mav, the Mavs or Mavs fans can turn their nose up at a guy like LeBron uh, when the team was as bad as they were this last year. That's just that's my thoughts on it. I mean, am I a huge LeBron James fan? No. Would I like to see him on the Mavs next year, uh, given that he's kind of admitted that he needs to take a little bit of a step back from having all of the, the ball handling responsibilities as a number one guy? Yeah. Yeah, I think that should I think that should be something that should be considered by the Mavs and LeBron because I think it could work out great for both parties. Uh, so, and look, uh, one of the big pushbacks from this is that the Mavs don't have the trade assets to get it done. I disagree with that. I think, I mean, look, it's it's when you talk about trading a guy of LeBron's stature, it's hard to assess what fair trade value is given his age, given his injury history, and, you know, given the fact that there's been rumbles about is he getting close to retiring. I mean, he's still amazing. He's great. He would be an excellent addition. He'd probably help the Mavs get back to where they were in the Western Conference Finals the season before last, you know, if they retain Kyrie Irving, and then you have Luke and LeBron on the same team. I, I believe that team is at a minimum a Western Conference Finals contender so uh, the thing is though I mean him being 38 and having that that recent injury history and you don't know how much longer he's going to play how much are you going to give up for a guy like that at this point in his career it's tough because he's so good still shoots 50 percent from the field you know um, I didn't I didn't I think the last time I looked at the numbers it was like 28 eight and seven or something like that. It's just ridiculous. He's still amazing. Uh, but you have to kind of, if you're on the Lakers side, you're going to have to temper expectations for what you're going to get back in a trade for him at this point in his career. And, you know, after this upcoming season, he'll be an unrestricted free agent and can just go wherever he wants anyway. So you got that working against you too. He's not on a long-term contract. So, you know, are you going to you gonna try and get what you can get for him if he wants out now? Or are you just going to wait and potentially lose him for nothing? So, uh, in, that, <laughs> in that light, I think the Mavs do have enough to get it done. But as is the case with all of these pipe dream trade scenarios, it all starts with what LeBron wants, what the superstar wants. I mean, if, if a superstar wants something – they're going to get it. You know, Kyrie Irving wanted out of Brooklyn. What happened? He got out of Brooklyn. Uh, Kevin Durant decided he wanted out. And there were rumbles about the Suns, you know, um, before the season started, like in the offseason. And it didn't happen. Well, guess what? At the trade deadline of this last season, uh, he got traded to the Suns. So, <laughs> you know, it, it is a superstar-driven league. Guys tend to eventually get what they want. So if LeBron James decides he wants to come to the Dallas Mavericks, he's going to find a way to get to the Dallas Mavericks. That's just how it is. I mean, uh, he's been with the Lakers five years now. He won them a championship. Uh, Clutch, his agency, helped coordinate that Anthony Davis trade, you know, forced his way from the Pelicans to the, uh, to the Lakers. So there's a lot of stuff at play there. You know, uh, the Lakers, they wouldn't want to – upset clutch sports for future stuff i mean maybe 
maybe Clutch helps them out at some point down the road too. And they're thinking, you know, if they don't help LeBron go where he wants to go in the twilight years of his career later on, you know, is Clutch going to be like, hell, hey, remember when we tried to get this for LeBron uh, late in his career and y'all said no? <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of stuff to be factored in there. Well, in the meantime, uh, after that Shams report, the very next day or two days, uh, uh, I've, I can't ever remember his full name, but y'all, I see him on there. He works for uh, Bally Sports and he has a podcast. His name is Scoop B. And, you know, I get it. It's not, it's not Shams. It's not Woj. Uh, but, you know, this is a guy that, you know, reported some stuff about Kyrie Irving leading up to the trade to the Mavs. And it was, you know, it ended up being correct. So I don't want to say there's no legitimacy to it. Uh, but I'm just saying we probably need to take it with a grain of salt. But it's interesting because there hasn't been any pushback uh, on either side uh, regarding this latest report. So the Scoot B guy, he came out and said that LeBron did respond to Kyrie reaching out about you know coming to Dallas and said that he would think about it. So take it for what it is. That's what uh, that's what is being said at least. And you know why wouldn't he think about it? He loves Luca. He loves Kyrie Irving. Uh, he has a great relationship with Jason Kidd, uh, Jared Dudley, assistant coach, Nico Harrison. You know, there's a lot of relationship stuff going on uh, with the uh, with the Mavs. Uh, not, and when I say relationship stuff, <laughs> my brain automatically went drifted toward uh, what Zion Williamson has been dealing with with uh, his baby mama and his other girlfriend. Uh, that dominated Twitter. That I'm not talking about that kind of relationship stuff, obviously. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and so LeBron has a lot of good relationships going on in Dallas, and I know Dallas isn't Los Angeles. I know it's not really his scene. Uh, you know, Hollywood is is really his scene, and his son committed to USC, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, not just on the basketball court that would make sense for LeBron to stay with the Lakers. But I've said this before, I've written about it. If winning championships, if maximizing his championship window in these final years of his career is the top priority, if that is the top priority, then going to Dallas makes the most sense. If, well, I, let me rephrase. Going to Dallas makes more sense than staying with the Lakers. Because I get it. They made some trades. They got hot this last season, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals. But it's not near enough. We saw what happened with them against the Nuggets. Uh, and I'm not saying the Mavs would beat the Nuggets. I'm just saying, you know, the Mavs over the last few years have matched up with the Nuggets more favorably than probably anyone else has. Uh, so you add LeBron into the mix, you have Luca, you have Kyrie, you have some decent two-way pieces around them. Who knows? Maybe you find yourselves in the finals next year. So, uh, that is the biggest thing that's been going on, uh, with the Mavs, the LeBron James stuff, the Kyrie stuff. I mean, it's just been, it's just been one thing after the other lately. Meanwhile, in the NBA finals, we have the, uh, the Denver Nuggets, they went up 2-1 over the Miami Heat. Uh, Nikola Jokic and 
Uh-oh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray became the first teammates to have tri- both have triple doubles in a finals game, and they were 30 point triple doubles. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, he's the first player in NBA history to have a 30 20 10 game in the NBA finals. And in the entire playoff history of the NBA, there's only been five performances of 30, 20, 10, 30 points, at least 30 points, at least 20 rebounds and 10 assists. Jokic has three of them. (laughs) And the other two were done. It was once by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and another time by Wilt Chamberlain. That's insane. It's insane. Jokic is 28 years old and he already has three of those five uh, performances all time. And it looks like he's about to get his first ring too. So, uh, just crazy stuff. Jokic is on a tear. Back-to-back MVPs the two years prior to this one, and now he might – he didn't win MVP this year, but he might be getting the MVP award uh, that matters the most, and that's the finals MVP award. So we'll see how that series plays out. I'm not going to count out the Miami Heat because they're gritty, and you know every time people start to count them out, they end up finding a way to come back and win. So not counting them out yet, but, man, it's going to be – it's going to be tough for them to beat uh, this this uh, Nuggets team three more times. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, some other stuff. The Suns, uh, there was a report that came out the other day by Chris Haynes saying that the Suns were likely going to cut Chris Paul. Uh, and then Shams came out with some more details and saying that the Suns are still weighing their options, but you know they could cut him, they could trade him. Uh, He's his guarantee date for his contract is on June 28th and they can guarantee anywhere between 15 to 30 million on that to include in trades. They can match it kind of. So that's something interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, You know, if he ends up going to the Lakers, that immediately stops, you know, any Kyrie to the Lakers speculation. But, and I wrote about this too on DallasBasketball.com, it could open up. Um, it could open up a scenario where Kevin Durant tries to recruit Kyrie Irving uh, to come to Phoenix and join up with them. But uh, given the contracts on that Phoenix roster, I don't know. It'd be kind of tough to work out a sign and trade that way. And plus, you know, the Mavs, they're not going to help any of these teams trying to take away Kyrie Irving. They would rather 
and look, I don't know, I don't know this for certain, but given how the Mavs operate and what we've seen in the past, uh, these last couple of years, I feel like they would rather lose Kyrie Irving for nothing and just have whatever cap space they can create and fill in some gaps rather than help a team, especially a Western Conference rival, uh, execute a sign and trade for him. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think Kyrie Irving is going to be in a Dallas Mavericks uniform to start next season. If it doesn't work out, if they still can't get, you know, winning ways going on with him and Luka, maybe he doesn't make it past next year's trade deadline. But I fully expect him to be a Maverick uh, to start the season. And I think it could be fun because him and Luka had some amazing offensive numbers. I don't think any team can stop them offensively, but it'll be about the defense. You know, what can the Mavs do this offseason to get better defensively? What can the Mavs do this offseason to address their rebounding deficit? You know, you got you can't go into next season being the worst rebounding team in the league again, which they were. They were 30th, dead last in rebounding. You got to fix it. You got to fix it. And a lot of re- a lot of, you know, even if they do upgrade their center position, a lot of rebounding is effort. And across the, the roster, there's got to be just a concerted team effort to be better there this next season. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Effort, positioning, uh, and it wouldn't hurt to have, you know, some better talent as well. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, the NBA draft is two weeks away on June 22nd. The Mavs have the number 10 pick. There has been, you know, a lot of speculation that the Mavs might trade it. Uh, I personally think unless it's just an offer that they can't refuse, I think they should keep it. There are many players in this draft that intrigue me. Jarris Walker from Houston, uh, uh, Taylor Hendricks from Central Florida. Uh, you know, there, there's a handful of guys, you know, even – even Grady Dick. I mean, I know I know some people feel some kind of way about Grady Dick and think that the Mavs need to, you know, take players that have more athleticism and more defensive upside, and I agree with that to an extent. But Grady Dick would probably be, what, the third, maybe fourth best player on the Mavs right now. Uh, if you're just looking at size and overall talent. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't turn my nose up uh, in that regard either. So, I don't know. I don't know what the Mavs are going to do. I don't even think the Mavs know what they're going to do. I know some people think it's a for sure thing that they'll trade the pick. I don't think it is. I think if the right, if the right player, if the right prospect, you know, falls to them, uh, I think they'll consider – they'll consider making the pick uh, and they can't trade the pick before they make a selection either. So that's a, that's a thing to keep in mind too, as we get closer to draft night. But uh, I saw a report earlier that they're having Taylor Hendricks in for a workout. Uh, so we'll see what they think of him and, you know, we'll see if he'll fall. There's a lot. It's so, it's so unpredictable in my opinion, once you get past like the fourth pick in this draft, the third or fourth pick, you know, we know what – or the fourth or fifth pick, rather. Uh, we we know who the top three are going to be. It's going to be Victor Wembanyama, 
And then two and three is either going to be uh, Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson in some order. So that's your top three. And then you'll probably have one of the Thompson twins go four. And then after four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then the Mavs at 10th, that's where things get in- get interesting. Uh, I have seen in every mock draft I see, those numbers have been you know jumbled up. Nobody has no idea. Nobody has any idea <laughs> what's going to go on there. So that could be interesting. You know, you never know if a guy falls to 10 that a team behind the Mavs likes. Maybe a trade back opportunity presents itself where the Mavs can still get a player really high on their board uh, and, and they can add another asset, you know, a, a veteran asset. So, you know, that's something else to uh, to keep in mind. And let's see here. I had one more one more point I was going to make before we. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Mavs um, assistant coaching search. So Greg St. Jean, he's not coming back. The Mavs have been linked to several different assistant coaches that have already accepted jobs elsewhere. Frank Vogel. Um, you know, there there's been a handful of them. But ESPN's Jeff Van Gundy has been a name that has come up. Uh, for the Mavs. So that's something to keep in mind. I don't really, I don't feel strongly about that one way or the other. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's a, it's an assistant coach. I mean, at the end of the day, the Mavs need better talent. uh, And that's what will ultimately decide if they can get back to the playoffs and get back to where they were uh, the year before. Because I mean, Jason Kidd, he didn't have a good year last year, but you know, he can't, (laughs) he can't make the ball go in the basket for some of these guys. He can't, you know, go out there and rebound for these guys and uh, give consistent effort every single night. So some of that stuff is out of his control. So I I do think Jason Kidd must be better, but I do not put all of the blame on him. And I think Mark Cuban and Nico Harrison know that. And I think they're, you know, making it a point to, uh, to go out and, and make this roster better this offseason. So, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Tomorrow's Friday. We made it. We made it. It's the weekend. Uh, again, I'm going to be mostly, if, if, you, if, I, if you don't see a lot of Twitter activity from me this weekend, again, it's because I'll be supporting my guys, my Southern Miss Golden Eagles. They're in the Super Regionals. I'm super pumped about it. Uh, I'm going to wear sunscreen, but I know it's not going to be enough, and I'm going to be crispy Monday. But we're going to have a good time. I hope the rest of you have a great weekend. And we'll see what else surfaces in the or on the rumor mill next week for the Mavs. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to buyoptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.